Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you're newlyweds, engaged, looking to get married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have navigated those winding roads over the past 19 years in our marriage. Join us on this journey as we talk about real life experiences in a marriage and what we have learned along the way. We discuss love, travel, fitness, raising kids, friendships, and much more, all from the perspective of our lives together. Happiness, love, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in a marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome Welcome to to Destination Destination Marriage. Welcome to episode 27 of Destination Marriage. I'm Jackie. And I'm Tommy. And we're thrilled to have you join us on this journey today. Indeed we are. Well, welcome back, babe. Thank you. It's been a couple weeks it since has. you've been on the podcast, right? Last I've one, it. I uh, I did solo, mm-hmm. honoring working moms. I think they got pretty good um, feedback from that one. So thank you, ladies, and everyone that that said you know wrote us and said thanks and appreciated the the shout outs. Well, thank you for giving me a shout out. Anytime, that baby. That was so sweet. I really appreciate it. And I had no idea you were actually recording that episode. I know. I told you that I wasn't going to do it. What um, I was going to tell you what it was about. Yeah. I didn't know the topic. I knew you were recording, but um, it was a nice surprise. I good. loved it. Good. Surprises are mostly good. So now that I'm back from uh, Thanksgiving and now we're kind of in full swing of just bum rushing it for the holidays right. and just getting getting through 2020 three weeks we've got all the decorations up and a week early this year just a week early yes just trying to get actually we started before thanksgiving we've officially no, finished. significantly before thanksgiving yeah yeah we were determined we're like that's you right know what? thanksgiving was a week ago wow we already forgot thanksgiving pretty much <laughs> it did kind of come and go pretty quickly it wasn't the big to do that it normally is but we still managed to shove food in our faces and um you know basically nap the rest of the day away well we you yeah know. we hope, um, we <laughs> hope everyone had a, had a fantastic uh, thanksgiving and are excited about christmas we certainly are we are definitely because that means 2020 is almost over yep. <laughs> and I'm covid s- disappears on january 1st <laughs> in case you guys didn't know so well we thought um that we would kind of talk about a topic that we've we've kind of thrown around between us for a while around um you know, this topic for today. And, and, and that really is about how to manage outside influences in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And, um, we, you know, we thought we'd kind of focus more on kind of two, we could go in any different direction with that. There's so many things right. that could influence your marriage, um, from the outside. But what we thought we'd focus on is actually, we actually got some, some letters or emails from a couple of our listeners. I would love it if people wrote a, a letter and they sent it. Pony That's right. Express. Yeah, they did. Uh-huh. <laughs> So we got a couple emails from listeners that had questions about similar topics. So we um, we actually have a couple of those we're going to read to you guys here in a little bit. But it really we're going to focus today on friends and then uh, in-laws or really family close members. family members, yeah. like immediate family members, not your third cousin, cousin twice removed. That's still a possibility. You know, but because um, those, those are groups of people that can have significant influence. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we kind of before we kind of jump in and talk about those two different groups and what our thoughts are around that, you know, our big idea around what we believe Mm -hmm. is it's as a married couple, you have to be very careful and very intentional about who you let speak into your life and into your marriage. I agree. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's about that intentionality about what you let in to your marriage and Mm -hmm. have, have impact. So we thought we would start off talking about 
the influence from friends. Yes, but let me lead with one of the um, letters, actually emails, but I'm, I like the letter thing. <laughs> uh-huh. um, <laughs> uh, that was actually sent to us by a listener because when we received these, we had already been talking about this particular topic, but we thought, oh, perfect timing. Um, and so let me, obviously I'm not gonna share who this came from, but I'm just gonna read this to you guys so you understand um, you know, what we had read and obviously we'll kind of divulge and yeah. share what our thoughts are, but okay. so. Listener um, sends a message and it reads, my husband and I are currently at an impasse and would appreciate any advice you could offer me. My group of girlfriends and I naturally share the details of our lives during our weekly girls night. During one of our recent nights out, I may have shared some frustrations I'm currently experiencing with my spouse. I assure you my intentions were pure and I simply was having an open conversation with my trusted group of friends. But when I hosted a girls night this past week, a couple of comments were made that made my husband aware of my recent complaints. He hmm. didn't react. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's not good. He didn't react to either comment initially, but the next day he told me I had embarrassed him and he no longer wants me to have a girls' night or girls' night. If it's just a husband bashing session, what should I do? I'm going to let you run well, with this one, well, Tommy. Clearly, <laughs> she needs to immediately disown all of her friends and never speak to them again. Well, that's a little extreme. And it, it sounds it like it's her extreme. close group of friends, but maybe they, they need to. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's like a lot of different directions here. When I read, when I read that, like what my thoughts are, mm-hmm. um, let's play it out in a couple different scenarios. Cause I think that matters. Um, I guess one of the key things that puts my, makes my, my kind of ears go up and my, my radar is the fact that those friends thought it was okay to make that comment clearly enough for. Mm-hmm. her husband to hear. So that's, there's, there's some, there's something wrong there. In my opinion, that's not a great friend. Well, they may also thought they may have thought it was lighthearted fun. You know, maybe they didn't take it that serious. Maybe they're not married. You know, maybe they're not in that, at that level of a relationship. Maybe they're not in a committed relationship. So they don't really see the severity of it. It could be completely innocent. Maybe it's not, but I, it could I be don't compl- No. No then why bring it up only when the husband happens to be around? Some people that's, like to stir the pot. I don't know. That's, that's, that's not innocent. Case, that's okay. what I'm saying. That's, I'm exactly, saying, that's it. I'm that's saying right. for a laugh. Now, maybe they want to stir the pot because they're just that person that's a troublemaker. Uh, yeah. I don't know her friends. But I'm saying like I know. It's a we don't know. We don't know. What was, and we don't know. He just said, he just said he was embarrassed. So mm-hmm. if he's mature enough to not say anything in the moment and not react, but to say, Hey, I'm in, I was embarrassed that you're what, you know, what your friend said. You obviously, told them about, you know, the issue we're having, whatever that issue is. And then we don't know what it is. Right. Clearly, if it was something terrible, mm-hmm. the girls wouldn't just be coming over for a girl's night, you know, the following week or whatever. Like, it would be a much worse situation, mm-hmm. right? If they And they wouldn't just bring it up in the middle of a girl's night. It would be a problem, like, if it was right. something really detrimental. But it's enough to embarrass them. And well, let's say this is you. Okay. I mean, this has not happened to us, but like, mm-hmm. let's say it was you. Um, what would your reaction be? I wouldn't say anything right then and there. Either. Yeah. I don't think you would. No, but I would, I would say something probably that night. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I don't know. It doesn't say when he, oh, he said the next day. Yeah. So, you know, he held on to it for the night. It was probably, a, if it's a knows? girl's yeah, night, like, it probably went late. Yeah, you know, at probably. that point. Who knows it? the scenario? I think that, um, the, like I said, the first thing is that since the topic is like, how do you uh, kind of, you know, how do you 
how do you manage that that influence? Because clearly those friends have influence in her life. Mm-hmm. I would ask the wife if she was asking me just one on one or with us. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that those girlfriends have your best interest and your marriage's best interest at heart if mm-hmm. they're willing to kind of embarrass your husband in his presence or close enough to his presence, even if he would just happen to be in the kitchen or something and heard it? Right. That means like, you know, I would ask that question, mm-hmm. you know, and um, the wife's response would kind of gauge where her head's at. Yeah. I mean, she she obviously is worried about it. She wrote us about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she's discounting his feelings. I think she's probably trying to figure out just, you know, what do I do? I mean, he he's to he's so upset that he no longer wants her to have that girl's night, that outlet. Mm-hmm. Um I think she needs to have a conversation with that friend or friends, whomever made the comment. And I think it's probably a lesson that she should learn. Even if she didn't have girls night, just she needs to learn that some things are just not meant to be shared. You know, on well, girls the reason night I or, said, like, let's play it out in a few different scenarios is, you know, if it's let's say it's a, a, a couple that's been married for a long time mm-hmm. and this is maybe you know, a closer group of friends, people that they've lived life together, they've done life together as friends, you know, that would be interesting if that was the scenario. I'm assuming they're younger and, you know, they're still kind of used to the girls night out thing with their friends and like they kind of keep that tradition. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know. Um, I mean, if they're having girls night, what is this like a a weekly weekly. thing? I'm saying they probably don't have kids. There's not four kids running around. No. Yeah. Yeah. Probably don't have babies. I, I mean, we could, look, we could play play this scenario out so many different ways, but I really think um, that the the husband and wife need to kind of sit mm-hmm. down and the, the wife in this point needs to, in my opinion, mm-hmm. kind of take the lead. It's her friends. Clearly, it's her friends that have the girls night. Mm-hmm. And whether or not she how aggressive she is with saying like, hey, you know what? I, you know, I. I mean, she could even say like, hey, look, Billy overheard. This, you know, mm-hmm. last week he was really embarrassed by that. I don't, I, you know, I really don't appreciate that was said in confidence. Yeah. I trust you guys, you know, and I would appreciate if you don't, don't do that. Uh, but she should probably be, be mindful of what she says to her friends. Yeah, I agree. She's, you know, I don't know if there was drinking involved. Sometimes people, you know, loose lips. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Some people don't even eat alcohol. They just have like diarrhea of the mouth. Yeah. But then <laughs> I, I go back to the. The fact that the friends brought it up in that setting when he was around, mm-hmm. that I think that's, there's some, I would be very, I'd keep a side eye on that person or not be open with that person going yeah. forward. I would, I, would I ask, think that's wise. I would ask and, the wife not to be. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. If they're, let's say they are pretty maybe early on in the marriage and maybe some of those friends, I'm going to guess that maybe that friend isn't married. Maybe, you never know. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're not. I'm just saying like if it's a younger couple and their friends are still kind of not at that stage yet. Maybe it was completely just lighthearted and unintentional in terms of causing some type of disagreement or really offending the husband. But first and foremost, it's your job. It's my job as your wife, you know, to to make sure that and vice versa. We need to prospect. We need to prospect. We need to protect the spirit of one another. You know, Mm -hmm. I would never want anybody to say something that's going to be cutting to you, whether it's a side comment or whatever it may be, if they use something that maybe I did share as a dagger towards you or vice versa, that's completely unacceptable. I would, I would venture to say that, 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 that woman Mm -hmm. is probably a gossip. Yeah. Like 
that tends to be, they kind of go hand in hand. If they're willing to make a slide comment in Mm -hmm. that environment, they don't, they've, they've got other agendas maybe, but I think it's more of, they're just not a great person. To be honest. (laughs) Okay. I wouldn't want to be, we're we're going all the way. Jackie, I would never, I would never do that to one of my friends. I know I it's know. a little bit different if a guy is like saying something harsh to a woman that's their, their you know, husband, their friend's wife. I do think that's a little different. It is. But could you ever see me if I knew something, if, if one of my friends was coming to me about a, a issue they have with the wife mm-hmm. and then the next time, you know, we're all together, I like make a comment specifically about that situation, knowing yeah. full well that it's a problem in their marriage. Mm hmm. I would never do that. That's so It doesn't rude. even cross my mind. It's, see, but I just I did that. that person just I just hypothetically any... did that, and you said it's so rude. They and don't you're... have any manners. I mean, I don't know. They don't have any manners. Yeah. No, I I, I agree with you, baby. You got, you're right. You, you have to protect each other's spirits. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is, is really with the friends that you trust. Yeah. I think if she's going to keep that person in her circle of friends and she still wants to have girls night, those conversations around the marriage or her spouse need to be eliminated from girls night. Yes, um, completely. Yeah. And if so. you want to have one-on-one, you need that advice from a friend that you trust that, mm-hmm. that again, isn't going to go gossiping or blabbing about it and make jokes about it or comments. Then mm-hmm. that's fine. You, we all need that in our lives. No, this, I don't like this girl already. And I don't even, I don't even know who she is. <laughs> she shouldn't be your confidant. She can be your fun friend maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so what other kind of situations do we, you know, since we're on the, the topic yeah. of friends, what else do you think that we have to Well, you know, here's the thing. be mindful of as far as how we, you know, how do we protect our marriage? Right. I mean, there's a lot of different ways I think that, um, you know, friendships can impact your marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't say like we've experienced all of them, but, you know, maybe some over the years, I think because we were married very young, um, Mm -hmm. maybe there were some challenges where, um, maybe friends didn't quite understand that we didn't have the flexibility to do things that you normally would do. If you were in your early twenties, you're not living a single life anymore. Right. You know, so a lot of friends can guilt you into, Oh my gosh, you never go out anymore. Um, I never see you anymore. You know, cause you were doing those, you had the free time, you were doing all, all of the things, you know, because you could, you know, but things change when you get married, but that's, I would say, you know, guilting you. Um, and not just, and you know, what could, it could also be like the, the other, the flip side of that. What's that? Or, you know, fast forward 15, 20 years. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of marriages in divorce mm-hmm. and you don't want that same friend who's now divorced bringing negativity, bringing, having negativity or bringing that, mm-hmm. um, Oh, well I'm, I'm single now. I'm mm-hmm. going out all the time. This You're is missing great. Out. You're missing out. You should, you know, that's, that could have a very catastrophic effect too. Yeah. You know, so just, I would be, um, as a couple, my advice, if, if asked, if, um, let's say it's a couple and, and one of this, you know, you have a friend that just got divorced. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's your friend. I think we would need to agree on what that interaction, you would need to be there to support that person, but mm-hmm. not enable them in their singleness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Encourage and be a support, but you know, you're not their wingman, I guess. Right. right? Yeah. It's a good word. Yeah. yeah there you go. That's not on the table that's, for you anymore. That's you're, dangerous. You're married. Yeah. yeah. And so I, you know, I, it's important to have those friendships. Don't get me wrong. We're not saying don't have friends cause it'll be negative on your marriage, mm-hmm. but it's more about being wise and the friends that you have mm-hmm. who you trust actually let speak into your marriage. Right. Right. Yeah. You a need guilting to use... one's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you need to use 
wisdom. Um, but sometimes things change over the years as far as maybe what your views are, what you want out of your marriage versus the next person. They could also be mar- married, but it's all about also respecting, mm-hmm. you know, what our goals are in our marriage. Somebody else may think something's not a big deal, or they may think we make a bigger deal out of something than they do. And we may have certain boundaries, but you don't have to always agree with everyone. Right. But you do need to respect each other's boundaries. And if they're not respecting your boundaries. And healthy discussion. You can have a healthy discussion about things that you disagree oh, on. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. But again, it's back to like the what's the, if it's almost like what's their agenda, mm-hmm. right? And so if the agenda is pure and, you know what I mean? Like if it's positive and, and pure, then you can have healthy debate or discussion or not agree on something and still have a good time with those people or, mm-hmm. you know, but man, watch out for agendas. Cause sometimes people will be speak negative of your spouse mm-hmm. if they feel they can get away with it. Like and just to plant seeds. Yeah. To plant seeds. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's an agenda. Yeah. So you just, just gotta be, you gotta be, a, have open eyes about what things like that, that happen. Yeah. And just because you, maybe even with friends, sometimes you were friends with them before you even met your spouse. Mm-hmm. So they have, you have a lot more history with that friend. That doesn't mean that their minds and their agendas don't change. You know, they mm-hmm. may change and they may be jealous mm-hmm. and that may be driving it. Who knows? There's so many different ways we could play it, but I think it's more about making sure you recognize that you are now in a different relationship. You're in a covenant marriage relationship. You're mm-hmm. not in a dating relationship. You're not, you know, friends, you are mm-hmm. married. That is now your home. Yeah. You have to protect I thought that. we were roommates. What? With benefits. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. I like you too. I think I'm going to keep you. I'm going to keep you. All right. <laughs> so that was our our friends kind of uh, section. What about in-laws in close family relationships? Yeah. I mean, I think obviously I've been blessed to have wonderful in-laws are very supportive of our marriage. Um, but I think that... More often than not, um, you know, at some point in the marriage, sometimes there can be a little bit of um, maybe an awkward exchange, some friction, because obviously before your spouse came along, you know, you were in your parents' home and they've 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 only known you as their kid. Right. They've been able to speak into your life since the moment you were born. So I think that's a responsibility to speak into your life. It's their job to speak into your life and to have that influence. But I think that there are a lot of um, in-laws that still try to have the controls, Yeah, you know, and that I have heard that more often than not where there seems to be a, a challenge, whether it's the mother-in-law or the father-in-law that tries to have some type of control over your marriage. And they still want to have um, a say in major decisions that you make. And that can be really detrimental to a marriage. You know, we haven't experienced that, but I have seen and I have heard that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know that it can cause a lot of animosity. Um, you know, I, it's kind of a sticky situation too, because I think it puts the, whether it's the husband or the wife and it's their parents, it definitely puts them in the middle. Kind of a little bit of a tug of, tug of war there, you know? Yeah, it can. It, it can. I mean, there's so many, there's, again, there's so many different ways it could play out, but mm-hmm. I think that, um, a lot of times it boils down to whatever the situation is that the spouse whose parent or parents are trying to have that influence needs to have a, a kind of blunt, you know, nice, but mm-hmm. firm conversation and loving conversation, but set ground rules and set boundaries Yeah. of what's allowed now. And boundaries what <laughs> is that a is that a, a term or did you just make it up i just made you just it up sang a, a i new, just a little 
A little jingle jangle. A jingle. I was trying to think. It's of the, the holidays. You got to throw a jingle jangle in there. Boundaries. All right. <laughs> well, here's uh, we had another yeah, listener that about, actually yeah, wrote is, in. This is kind of funny. And that's why I we like really wanted <laughs> to touch on this. Um, so the listener that had wrote in shared, um, I'm curious to know your thoughts on a situation I'm having with my husband. A little insight into who we are. We've been married for two years and we have been together for five. My husband and I have been recently making some life changes and decisions in preparation for starting our family, but my husband seems to not make a decision without consulting his parents first. I love my husband, but he's a bit of a mama's boy. Mm. I'm worried this is <laughs> going to get worse once we start having kids. Uh-oh. First of all, it's a turnoff, okay? So if he wants to kill your libido, <laughs> he's going to keep asking mom and dad what to do. But I would say get the scissors out and cut those apron strings. <laughs> Not apron, cut the umbilical cord. Oh, yeah. Well. That's even okay, more aggressive. Okay, so here's, here's my first question. Okay. Did she not know? They've been together for five years. Maybe people believe things will change when they get married. That's true, right? Oh, once he's out of the house that. or once they're, yeah. Mm -hmm. So they've let's assume they're young, right? They've been together for five, but they've been married for two. We don't know if like if they if he was an adult when they started dating or anything like that. So no. we can't we can't really we can make assumptions. But the point is with three years of dating prior to getting married, you mm -hmm. kinda know if the guy's a mama's boy. I do think some people, um, I think some women think that they can change sure. that their husband um, or their man, you know, once they get married and mm -hmm. they start making these moves like buying a house or, you know, start planning their life together. I think that they think that's the nudge that he needs to maybe move away from, you know, asking. No, I, I understand that that's how a lot of women act, but the problem is it's like, that's not, that's not realistic. It's not it's going not, to not happen. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's not, well, it could, but it might be get ugly first for a while until it does until that maturity kind of happens. Okay. So even if she went into blindly thinking, I'm going to change him, it's still not her fault. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean he's, she loves him. Okay. So he's, it says he can't, it says he's a mama's boy, but mm -hmm. we don't know is how controlling the mom is. There's a difference. There's some yeah. boys that just love their moms and their mama's boys, but boys love your moms. No, you know what I mean? Like. They could just absolutely adore and just like there's a what well, there's an insinuation in being a mama's boy that like his mama has some control over him, right? Mm -hmm. Let's assume that's the case. She's controlling because there's a big difference between being like I dote on my mom, I love my mom to death, and I you mm -hmm. know I seek her advice because I love her and she gives me great advice, right? Versus my mom says I have to ask her every for every you know mm -hmm. to wipe my ass. Like there's a big difference. We're gonna have to blurt that out. Do we agree on that? No, do we agree on that or not? Wipe your rear? Um, yeah. Well, uh, okay, so let's say if it is life choices, right? I mean, for example, I mean, we talked about this before. There are people that I've, in my line of business, where I've worked with people and extended a job offer, and they're clearly married, but they need to talk to mom and dad first before they accept a job offer. Shouldn't they go to their wife or their spouse first. I mean, I feel like the fact that they would say that to you as a recruiter oh, first. I guess like, it's okay to tell me the recruiter, but no, but that's the first train of that's their first train of thought. That's where they're going. That's where their head goes. Is oh, I got to talk to my dad. Yeah, which is fine, but it's about you. You 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 discuss it with your spouse 
first. You work it out with your spouse first. What I'm reading from this, the mm-hmm. fact that she says I'm worried when we start having kids is that she's worried about mom taking control and like oh, coming yeah. in and like, oh, well, this is how you need to do with the baby. This is what you, you do with the baby. Them. This is how you mm-hmm. do this. You know, well, let me, you know, I've had kids, you know, let me help. Right. And so if he honestly in this situation, the the boys, the man has got to step up. But the well, question, he can't make a decision. How's he going to step up? He doesn't even know. He needs to learn. He needs to have somebody speak into his life that is going to going to sell him what is the the risk of what he's risking. I feel like this is a lot of work for this this wife. Now she needs to find somebody to talk to him well, so I mean, he can speak I, for himself. We don't know if she's said, you know saying anything. So if she's asking us, right, mm-hmm. our thoughts, I would say that. She should paint a picture of what that lo- what this looks like down the road. Your to mom, him, yeah, like yeah. hey, first, and it's like hey, look, we're married, we're mm-hmm. husband and wife. I love your parents, I think they're great, but it is about me and you first. Mm-hmm. Our marriage is the f- most important relationship mm-hmm. in our world. Then your parents, right? And then when we have kids, it's going to be our our relationship. Mm-hmm. Then our then our parent, you know, our our children's relationships with us. Then our, your parents, like that's just the natural course of, of a healthy life. Yeah. I would ask, I would have her give some sort of, you know, version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it really is mm, up to him to have that conversation with, he's his, gotta set, yeah. with his parents on, you know, taking a few steps back because he's in his next stage of his life and his immediate, immediate family mm-hmm. is first his wife. Yeah. And then of course their children when they have children, but. I agree with you. I think this is something they need to take care of right now before they have kids. It's only going to get worse. It's gonna, and she's wise enough to see that. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I could see this getting worse. Maybe she didn't see it in the beginning. You know what I mean? Like when you're in the beginning, for you know, three years. you have rose-colored glasses. Saw it for three years. Okay, this is not her fault. Okay, I mean, I'm, just I'm not saying, saying it's her fault. I'm just in saying, the ladies, it's I'm like just, a no. whirlwind of love, and she's <laughs> for wearing three years. She didn't see rose-colored glasses for three years. Hey, you don't know what kind of romance story they have. It could have been a three-year. Do you hear this, ladies? All these excuses. <laughs> I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying, ladies, look out. Be mindful of that. Yeah. Head it off before it's a problem. I don't disagree with you. I'm not blaming this particular person. I'm just saying as a general rule. Yeah. You know, are women attracted to that though? You're asking the wrong person. I just said earlier, if you were indecisive, literally could not make a decision. I guess it would be many a cold night. Okay. I'll just put it that way. Like it's a turnoff. It just is. Like, I like the fact that you can make decisions for yourself. I love your mom and dad. And if we really couldn't make a decision, I 100 percent, you know, if we wanted to go to them and share, hey, we're at a fork in the road. But I know that you would never go to them first without asking me, you know, or sharing that with me. It's like he it sounds like he He defaults to the hurt to them and then probably mm -hmm. says, hey, I talked to my parents and I think we should do this. Right. And she's just sitting there like, you kidding me? That would, it's disrespectful. It is. Um, You know, he obviously doesn't see any value in her opinion. I would, I would in this particular situation, mm-hmm. given that he's a mama's boy, I think that he doesn't, it's not that he doesn't care for her opinion. He doesn't mm-hmm. recognize the problem that he has, that he's yeah. creating by not going to her first mm-hmm. and not having that discussion with her. Yeah. Or maybe he just isn't a jerk and doesn't, he thinks his wife is an idiot. I don't know, but it sounds more like that's just his default. I go to mommy mm-hmm. for everything. I've been doing that my whole life. Why would I change now? Yeah. You know? So it's a problem. I think, um, you know, so we, that's like the big one, right? Is like the, the mama's boy Mm decision-making 
Because clearly if he's a mama's boy, the mom lives off of that or like, you know, she she likes it. Um, so and probably she's probably makes gonna, her feel yeah. it makes her feel wanted and needed and loved. I mean, I do see the difficulty if that's was their way of life and he she always did those things and he never Right showed any level of independency and wanted to make those decisions on his own. And maybe even the dad also saw it and allowed it as well and never said to the mom, Cause maybe he we need soft. to let him, we need to let him. Make- he's soft. The dad's probably soft too. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. So he's soft too. He's a marshmallow. I don't know. And, and I don't mean physically. I mean like emotionally and, and I mentally. I immediately think soft. soft like a stay puff marshmallow when okay. you say he soft. Be, he could be a big fat guy, but he could still be. A man and be and be I know that's a provider <laughs> and, a, and the right kind of you know decision maker in the home and you know and respect his wife and respect the the mm-hmm. boundaries. But it doesn't sound like it. He's probably just sitting in the corner letting the mom. Maybe he's rough, picking and choosing his on. battles. I don't know because the mom's an overbearing. I don't know. It could be. I don't know. I mean, there's obviously she doesn't. We're honestly taking this to a whole other level. We don't know. I'm getting a lot. angry over here. I about sound this, this like scenario. it. I want to go like shake some trees. Here's the thing: <laughs> if the conversation, if she does approach her husband and tells him yeah. with love, um, you know, obviously wouldn't encourage a screamy match ever, but with love and and shares her concerns around this this relationship or this dependency that he has on his parents to make every life choice, and he's unwilling to make the decision, or maybe he flat out just doesn't see what she's talking about, then I would encourage them to seek counsel. Um, because sometimes he you need, need an outside. From, yeah. Yeah. So he, he sounds like he needs somebody who's maybe like an outside. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And a professional, somebody who's a neutral party. If you're listening, them. lady who wrote this letter, and if you're listening, have him call me. <laughs> you're not I'll a counselor. Set, I'll, set him, I'll set him straight. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Please don't do that. <laughs> So what other, what other, I mean, that, you know, that dependence is, is sometimes a really hard one to, to break. Mm-hmm. What other kind of scenarios do you have to be mindful of with uh, family and outside influence? Um, I think sharing too much. Um, I think that could be, and again, you know, I'm not saying it's, we should obviously feel like it's a safe place to share certain things mm-hmm. with family members, but if it's a mom or dad or a sibling um, or that third cousin, I don't know if you're sharing too much things that you and your husband had agreed on keeping between the two of you yeah. and you go and you share those things or there's a struggle going on in your marriage at the time or you're angry with your spouse and you start complaining about your spouse. Like, I mean, I hear you all the time on the phone with my mother-in-law complaining about me. <laughs> yeah, right. Jackie burned the steak again. I do. It's, you know, it's just, it's <laughs> terrible. I'm so over your cooking. Actually, I can't remember the last time I burned a meal. When's the last time I burned a meal? I don't, when was the last time you cooked a steak? Actually, no, I don't cook steak. You I, I, do that. I kind of cook all the steaks, yeah. don't I? You do cook all the steaks. I do. Yeah. The grill is mine. The grill? No, actually, you're really... You, I grill more than yeah, you, do, you do, actually. <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but let's say you're complaining to a family member, your mom or dad, and I overheard you do that. I would feel heartbroken. Yeah. You know, not... It's embarrassing. Not that my in-laws don't love me or those family members, whomever you're sharing with, don't love your spouse. Um but the fact that you're doing that, and if they heard you do that, it feels like you're you're gossiping about them. It feels like I would feel a little betrayed. Yeah, you and, know? and again, again, it goes back to that: like you got to learn, you got to think of your marriage as mm-hmm. it's it's your that is now your home. That is now mm-hmm. you have to protect that right. entity, that marriage. And I think for you know for younger couples, maybe it's more of more the case where 
you know, the, then the feedback would be like, well, why are you even, why are you mad? It's my mom. Mm-hmm. I, I tell my mom everything. You know that. Yeah. Well, okay. That's fine. If you did that when you were a teenager, but you're a married man now, you can't mm-hmm. go and tell your mom, your dad, everything. There's what if I went to, to your mom? <laughs> I'd be pissed. But it's your mom. It doesn't matter. It's the it's same the idea. Same? It's yeah. It's same. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, you know I'd be angry because that's that's not well. Because we're talking about going to and what we were talking about is going to like our parents, right? I know, but I'm saying so. Like, if I went to your mom, would you feel just as upset, or would you feel like, ah, oh, that's my mom? You know, I don't know. I mean, it depends on the situation. What you're saying, <laughs> today, right? If you were like, if Tommy keeps doing this stupid habit, you know, like then haha, we'd have fun with it. But yeah, if it's like a real issue, then no, I don't. I think that's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I think it it sets up. Uh, some bitterness potentially if it's not met dealt with, dealt with or mm-hmm. anger. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and like you said, you could even feel a little betrayed. Yeah. Like how dare you go and, you know, say that. I could see that unless you both agree, if you are experiencing a struggle, I'm not saying like some massive catastrophic thing, you know, in that case, you both should be speaking to or together, um, a third party. If you're going through something that's just yeah. cracking the foundation of your marriage. But let's say there is something that you both are kind of maybe at a fork in the road and you're struggling with something. Right. Agree to, if you agree upon it and you have, mm-hmm. you know, because you, let's say you really both really respect one the father-in-law, whatever, mm-hmm. then that's fine. But yeah. again, but it kind of goes back to this friend thing too, is like also the agenda of that person, just because they're family doesn't mean they don't have an agenda mm-hmm. and don't want to, don't want to hurt your marriage. Or have some sort of jealousy or some anger from you know. Mm-hmm. You, there's well, let's hope fine. that they don't. I mean, I, but people do. That's an that's the yeah. immediate family thing too. Is like there's family dynamics can can create. Mm-hmm. You know, people can use that kind of stuff against you in the future. Right. You know, people, you need unfortunately, to use people do that. They do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to use wisdom and, and know. You kind of know who your family is, right? You would hope. Right. And who you just there shouldn't be any surprises. Business. Just because they're your family does not mean everything's their business. Yeah. By any means. Most about, things are not their business. <laughs> what about, what about, because obviously we're now in December. Yeah. I know Thanksgiving for most people, everyone was kind of staying home this year. It was much smaller. So they probably didn't have these challenges, but let's say Christmas around the corner. I think people are trying to go a little bit bigger for Christmas and get together. Let's say we weren't even in the midst of a pandemic. I, I know that especially for newly married couples, maybe not, you know, when you're 20 years into the marriage, well, but there's a little bit of a struggle of, oh, well. No, Christmas is always at, at our house. Ah, yeah, that's a, I you think know? that's something that, and, yeah, it's definitely new. I oh, thought you we were do. going, I thought you were going somewhere else with that, but Where yeah. Where was I going to go? Well, I'll, I'll bring it up in a second. Yeah, but oh, let's okay. keep going with yours. Yeah. No, but that, okay. And so then let's say, let's say it was your parents. Okay. Mm-hmm. And your parents said, well, you know, this is our tradition. So we do, we come to my house every Christmas at this time, we mm-hmm. open gifts at this time and Obviously, you want to start your own traditions. So, you start having kids. Where does that put you? Yeah. Okay, because it's your parents. I think it's. I think the answer is a little bit multifaceted. I'd say if it's a newly married couple, no kids, mm-hmm. it's probably wiser to maybe ease into that transition and just kind of go with that. Let's say that they're non-competing times or something. Right? Yeah. And let's say, well, let's assume that they're everybody's in the same general area, so you can do it all in one day. Okay. Um, like four Christmases. Like four Christmases, right? <laughs> Uh, I'd say maybe respect that if, if, if there's not a really firm tradition in one house, but the other house, the mom's like, nope, every year at four thirty mm-hmm. we have Christmas dinner and yeah. I expect everyone here. Everyone comes here. They've been doing it for 10 years. You're all your life, whatever. Maybe the first year you just kind of do that. 
and, and just kind of manage it. If you have to make a decision because two families have very specific traditions, mm-hmm. you either split it and just tell everybody you're splitting it right. and not give them the option or, you know, one family go to you go flip to a one, coin, flip a coin. No, I mean, you, maybe you do Thanksgiving <laughs> at one house and then, you know, Christmas at the other, whatever that is, yeah. you know, if you don't have to, if you have to travel or something, but if you're not, I'd say split the difference. Yeah. And then once kids start coming around, you have to be really firm and just say, look, mom, dad, like, I understand. I respect the tradition, but I've got a baby now. We're going to start our own traditions. Mm -hmm. We're still going to be a part. We're still going to be a family, Mm -hmm. but I need you to respect that. Um, We're going to have our own traditions too. Right. Just like you do. Yeah. I wonder what that will look like. When our boys get married and have kids, you know? I think Miss Jackie's going to have a problem. Well, I, I I'm not going to be controlling like that, but you no, know I like to gonna, get into know, all the things. I like I would want to go over the top and do all of the things that are fun and holiday like for you know their know. children. No, you're you're you you're you're too wise to have a problem in front of everybody. But you'll you'll yell at me like I how could ne- you? Have, I can't believe that, that little bleep, bleep, bleep. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would never do that. I would I never do that. No, it would it would be one of those things you'd be heartbroken about, but respectful mm-hmm. of, and just mm-hmm. kind of okay. We'll just adapt yeah. to our new situation. I just I feel like that's something that's pretty common. You know, I just actually saw something the other day, and it was this family, this couple. It was a husband and wife. They had two small children, probably under the age of five. And they had just bought their first house within the last year. And mm-hmm. because they were excited about buying this first house, a beautiful home, they wanted to host Christmas. They all live in the same town. But the mom has hosted Christmas every year. And I want to say for I don't, the last 10 or 15 years, she goes over the top. And they asked her, can we host Christmas the year, this year? Because we have little kids and be easier also if everyone comes to us. And they had to prove and show the mom the decorations. Oh, come on. All the things that they wanted to do to try to convince her. I saw this on TV the other day. Oh, it was a show? Like a TV show or was like a reality, like a real thing? This is a real thing. It wasn't a show. It was a real thing. That's obnoxious. Um, And they had to show her and also she had to come and approve some of the holiday decor to make sure that it really was going to live up to the spirit of Christmas. That's an extreme. Now she went with it, but they did jump through all the hoops. She didn't go with it. She controlled the situation just like she has been controlling it for years. Yeah. That's, that's obnoxious. If I, if if I, if it was, was it the, it was the wife's mom or the dad's mom? Um, you know, I don't remember. I think Mm. it actually was the dad's mom. Kind of sounds like I'm like, and he was a mama's boy. I feel like it was the dad's mom. That's obnoxious. I would put, I'm sorry. I wouldn't, you know, we, we respect the. You would the, put the kibosh on that? Yes. You would? Yeah. I wouldn't let that. Cause that, that, that puts, if, if it's that scenario, that mm-hmm. puts really, that just puts too much pressure on you. Yeah. I mean, on the outside. Not pressure I, to live up to that, but like. It does kind of. They're, okay, they're pretty yeah, early right. on in their marriage. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's pressure to live up to it, but uh, I'm angry at that one too. <laughs> very angry today (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i just i can't you know like i can respect people's traditions and the efforts they want to put into things and all that i i respect it and i'm I'm not i'm not obnoxious about stuff but if it's things like that where Mm -hmm. there's like these ultimatums or like demands or mm, you know what like what are we doing here i don't know you know what i mean like no sorry (laughs) i am gonna be completely honest there's one thing that i feel like will probably always be my tradition if they don't go along with it they don't go along with it but it's not going away and that's my valentine's breakfast i am sticking to that i am sticking oh to that. i know you even I, if it's I, not I've on valentine's day i've already told I still you want to do that this. i'm going to pull my future daughter-in-law once, always once they're like, married 
Well, they'll probably like have some, you know, experience with Valentine's breakfast prior to them getting married, right? They're I would imagine. That hopefully it's more than a year before they get married, right? So there'll be at least one Valentine's Day. Yeah. It doesn't have to be on Valentine's Day. It has to be the week of Valentine's. I know, I know. But that I do I've, the breakfast. I've that is a tradition. To our, I'm not giving that one up. My future daughter-in-law, the first <laughs> and the second one for the second boy, that I will pull them aside and be like, hey, here's the deal. <laughs> just just a father-in-law talk here. It's the only thing I'm asking for, okay? Just, I'll be flexible. Just, on... just let her have it. <laughs> <laughs> because that could put undue... Yeah, I'm sure she's going to have to like... If she's smart, she'll, she'll latch onto it. Mm-hmm. If she really wants to like butter you up, she would like, oh, can I come over and help? I'd love to learn how to, you know, best... Best provide Valentine's breakfast for Brandon. She'll be smart. My boys are going to marry smart, strong women. Good good to her. Good for her. But I guess that, would that be our, like, would that be our canary in the coal mine? Like, if she's like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Or she, like, she tries to, she tries to, like, uh, you know, like, talk Brandon out of it or, like, downplay it or not want to be involved with it or, or anything. And Brandon's like... Brandon may very well be like, well, I'm sorry. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> I don't know who doesn't want to be a part of Valentine's breakfast, though. It's a good time. And it's a great you don't time. have to lift a finger. I make all of the delicious I'm, food. No, it's fantastic. Everyone shows I'm just up. laughing because that poor girl is going to have to live up to that. And there will be an expectation from Brandon and from Dylan, like, uh, especially if they don't get it the first year, like, where's Valentine's breakfast? Well, maybe it'll, it'll <laughs> no, maybe I'll, I take it off their plate because it's, if I do it every year, all they have to do is show up. I'm making it easy. Mm. Oh, you're saying once they're married? Yes, I do Valentine's breakfast still. Oh, that's going to be a problem. It doesn't have to be on Valentine's Day. I thought you were Day. saying like... No, 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 no. no. What? what I'm saying is I want to keep the tradition going. Okay. So gotta, they all come some, some... and it gets even bigger, the Valentine's breakfast. Yeah. And it's so like just so everyone knows, apparently when the grandkids come around, it's going to be a Queen of Hearts theme and like I'm going to have a Queen of Hearts. And there's going to be all sorts of like Alice in Wonderland stuff going on. Yes. This is going to get way out of control. So at the end of the driveway, I'm going to have the queen of hearts, someone dressed up as the queen of hearts. And then she's going to hand a very large heart to each grandchild, you know, their big <laughs> Valentine. And then when they open it, it'll have like little clues to find different Valentine's gifts through the yard. And then it'll lead them to Valentine's breakfast. <laughs> Is this over the top? Uh, slightly, but yeah, <laughs> that one you can only do once, right? So the kids got to be older so they can appreciate it. If they're like two years old, they're like, oh, okay, cool. No, they have to be like five, right? Five's a good age for oh that. Gosh, I didn't realize it was that extensive. Wow, we're getting way off track, my love. Sorry. All right, guys. Going down the rabbit hole. We, oh, gosh, nice. <laughs> but the point is, let's go back to the family. Yeah. Be very mindful. And it's harder, I think, with, with almost with friends, you can kind of be a little bit more objective. But I think with yeah. family, you've, it's really a, a little bit. It's more uh, emotional. It is. Mm-hmm. And you're you're there. They're part of your lives. They've always been part of your lives. But now you've got a new life. You have your your marriage is more important. Mm-hmm. It just is. Not that the family is not important. It's just more important to right. protect that. And if that means you have to, you know, ruffle some feathers or, you know, kind of make some some people get angry until they kind of come to that level of I don't think we need to make anyone angry. I think it just needs to be. I said if. If it needs to come to that point, then it needs to come to that point. You've got to protect your marriage first. Yeah. And then the other stuff will work itself out. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, then that's a a then problem. If you Mm -hmm. handle it with grace, if you handle it with, you know, firmly but lovingly, and whether it's a friend or it's a, a close family member or your parent, if they don't accept it and they don't kind of, Mm -hmm adapt 
that's a that's a them problem. Well, and I think sometimes do, right? sometimes it it does take time. I know. You know? I, yeah, yeah. There's and a growth process there that needs to happen. I agree, and that's why I think sometimes if it's a like a couple mm-hmm. and they're trying to like ease out of traditions that their families does mm-hmm. maybe kind of ease into it, not just right. be like, no, we're doing all our own stuff now. Mm-hmm. Probably wise. Right? Yeah. I mean, you don't want to kill like kill the spirit of your your mom who's been doing some you know certain thing for every year for the last 30 years of course not yeah but you know you do have to protect your marriage mm-hmm. and you have to protect your husband and right. i have to protect my wife yeah and their spirit so anyways well i like this topic it's kind of fun yeah i got, I, I I got a little fired up over here today i'm sorry I'm getting really fired up i don't like i don't like soft men it really bothers me apparently is it are you triggered i feel like if you're... you say that word one more time i'm <laughs> going to be triggered <laughs> I'm getting real angry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Well, you know, I think the other thing to this, and obviously I think I kind of touched on it before, but um, with the decision making, the other thing would be maybe turning towards your, turning to your parents for all of your emotional support. Um, You know, let's say it's not, you're not speaking negatively of your, your spouse, but um, yeah, you've got to cut that cord a little bit yeah, because so it's going to, it's going to negatively impact your marriage. I think that could be a part of it. And, and, you know, outside of family, outside of friends, I know that there's other people that can be influences and cause you've worked more outside of the home and have had more of those professional relationships since I work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've mentioned to me when you recognize someone is, um, a good husband or a good father and that has influenced you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can also be a mentor. It can be a boss. I think it's, yeah, whether it's family, friends, bosses, mentors, mm-hmm. it's really about recognizing, one, you may not realize that they're having a, a, that much of an influence on you. Yeah. But just be careful with who you let in mm-hmm. is really what it boils down to. Not saying you need to be cold to people, but you can be friendly and friends with people mm-hmm. and great coworkers and teammates without putting your marriage at risk by by sharing too much or letting that person have undue influence on your life yeah. in that marriage. They could be your boss and have all sorts of impact on your job and mm-hmm. performance and the way you act and this and that, but it, they don't have to have a, a, a moment or an iota of influence on your marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, it could be, I'm saying that can be a positive. No, it could be. Yeah. It could be. No, I'm saying, but, but that was intentional because mm-hmm. I recognize that when I've heard and seen those types of scenarios, well, wow, that's, they seem to really, you know, she mm-hmm. really seems to have a great relationship with her husband or he seems to be a great dad or a great, yeah. a great husband. You know, mm-hmm. I, I look for that, mm-hmm. but I'm also not telling people anything. I never share yeah. details like that with my, with my coworkers. But even if you don't share details, I think people may recognize like you did, you mm-hmm. recognize when someone else is a good husband or a good dad. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and, and if I've you do asked, rec- and I've, I've asked for advice from people mm-hmm. that I've recognized and I appreciate the way that they, they have acted mm-hmm. or I hear them acting that have been coworkers yeah. or peers, you know, at work. So I think knowing that you have a positive impact on someone else, even if you didn't say something like you said earlier, speaking into, um, but you still are having an impact just by setting an example, you know, people or especially younger couples, you know, they watch what you're doing or how you treat your spouse. I mean, you don't, maybe realize it but there i'm sure from time to time um yeah and we've had people say that to us yeah and recognize like, oh, that's it that's great so it makes you kind of mm-hmm. you know a lot is what is it a lot is caught not taught like they say so i don't know i've never heard that what know, is it caught, a lot is caught. caught yeah like people watch and they pick up things versus necessarily mm-hmm. 
being told what to do versus see what someone else does. Just like kids pick up what you do as parents. Yeah. You know, others around you have that kind of, you can have either have a good influence on people or, Mm -hmm. you know, other people can have a good influence on you or vice versa. So anyhow. Well, I think this was a really fun topic. I really like having the listeners kind of reach out with a couple of. Yeah. Thank you so much for, um, for, for trusting us with advice. Yeah. And, and again, you know, if you guys have anything else, Along those lines or something different, um, something similar, questions, um, you can always reach out to us at feedback at Destination Marriage Podcast. Dot com. Um, so we are going to roll out with some new episodes for the remainder of the month. Like we said, um, we're really just trying to hightail it to Christmas and get to the end of the year. <laughs> we want to finish strong, but we are looking forward to a fresh start, a clean slate. I'm sure like most of you, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening and uh, uh, have a fantastic holiday season the rest of this this month. Hopefully you're able to have great, great relationship uh, building moments with your friends and families. And uh, maybe you'll you'll have a little uh, bell go off when you hear certain situations. If you're Mm -hmm. with your families and you're like, wow, that's you know what? I don't even realize that's a that's that person is I I don't want to allow that that opinion in my life just because mm-hmm. they're my my relative I don't need to yeah um, be mindful of that because it can have a good or a bad influence on your marriage you mm-hmm. just, you've got to protect it is what it boils down to right. protect it 100% alright guys alright guys have a great week alright bye. bye we hope you enjoyed this episode and if so please continue to listen and subscribe on Podbean Apple Podcast iHeartRadio Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from We would greatly appreciate positive reviews and we will answer any questions at feedback at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. For up-to-date content and news about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage and visit our website at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next week.